Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. I'm the trap player. <laughs> two. You're supposed to say like two, 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 two. See, you guys don't know the lines. Wake up. Wake up. Okay. Right, let's Hello Australia, this is Gene Simmons of KISS and I'd like to introduce you to... Paul Stanley of KISS who wants to introduce you to Ace Bailey of KISS. What's the name of the new drummer? Alright, I think his name is uh... Ah, <laughs> yeah. ah, uh, uh, his name is uh... Ah, 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 I remember, I remember. His name is Eric Carr and he's incredible. Okay. Now get out of here. <laughs> 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 Waving back, I'd wave with the telescopes. Action! Hello Australia, this is Gene Simmons of KISS and I'd like to introduce you to... Paul Stanley of KISS, who's going to introduce you to Ace Bailey of KISS, who's going to introduce you to... Ace Bailey of KISS, who is... It means, and I'll start with you, Ace. Well, that means a I think this outfit is self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have my cape in. Huh? But you're kind of like a spaceman, huh? No, actually, I'm a plumber. Listen, I got a little I'm piece of pipe right. backstage I'd like to have you work on. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I went down. You. And a happier experience for all the people involved. It's like getting ready for surgery. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> We are as clean as doctors, aren't we, Kiss, But the greatest thing about the success we've got now is that we're basically free to do anything we want. Like this. <laughs> what are you doing? He's ruining your teddy bear. I'm talking about you're a space bear. In your own. Keeps it all. You know what I like? The Toys that you were a toy or a game collector. That's true. Would you care to tell our audience what you were doing at four o'clock this morning? No. I don't want to get arrested. Obama that me. That's not I've been laughing this whole show. It's really it appeals to a lot. Concert in Bombay, there would even be cows. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> if you cross the street, look at this guy. He's a good guy. I'm being bruised by you. There you go. I'm amazed. I'm getting killed. And you. No, come here, come here. Action! Turn around. Look, it's rock and roll! <laughs> okay, time to rock and roll.
So at the end of the show, we'll play the three songs, Christine 16, Hooligan, and Got Love for Sale. And then we'll go into the song of the week, album of the week, Defying Gravity by Mr. Big with Everybody Needs a Little Trouble. You guys rock out and have a great day. Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. And we have a we have a guest who maybe I want to make a permanent co-host, but uh, we'll just wait and see what happens. Hey, Lee Gershman, what's up? No more calling you Ballsley. Ah, oh man, does that mean I have no more balls? <laughs> no, I still have balls, but hey man, I like that name, Ballsley, but I'm cool with just Leasley or whatever the hell you <laughs> How are you doing, man? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Well, I want to explain to the fans why I'm saying I don't have to call you Balls anymore. Lee Sinclair has, DJ Lee has left the show to do her own thing, and we wish her nothing but luck. And uh, we, I wasn't professional enough for her, and um, she wants to be more like Eddie Trunk, and I just want to be like a fractured mess. So I'm fine with that. So I, I wish her nothing but luck, and man, you have a great life, man. If you ever want to talk to me, Lee Sinclair, I'm still here. I still consider you a friend, but um, you blocked me, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so. Like a beach ball. Yeah. It blocks you, but you don't want it to hit your head. No, I don't want it to hit my head. <laughs> no, I'm fine with her. I have no problem with her. It's, it, I I think it's best that she left. We had we had way different taste in music. She just wanted to do one type of metal, one type of metal, which was terrible metal. And uh, I wanted to do metal rock, hard rock, uh, Depeche Mode, and stuff like that. You know, I wanted to be all over the place. Like like when I left the Terrence Terrence and Mark experience, I I felt in a box. I felt like I was in a box that I couldn't really spread out and do things and I'm starting to feel like that with Lee. So uh, I don't like that. And I like you because you're not in a box. You're out of the box. Which yeah. I, which I keep fact, telling you, you make me want to realize what the fuck the box is. <laughs> yeah. In, in fact, what I want to say is when, when people on my friend list keep only talking about the same thing and the same group of over and over and over and over again i mean they're they're good people but i'm like oh my word i've listened to so much different types of music so for me i'm thinking why don't they ever spread their wings why do they only stay with four or five same groups over and over again I, you know? I have no idea. I'm, it's their preference. I'm, I'm not an elitist. I, I respect people's views on music. I don't like Slayer, and people get mad at me for that. But it's just my taste. I, you know, it has, no, it has nothing to do with them talking about the devil. The singer just irritates me. The music cool. is awesome. I love Dave Lombardo in Suicidal Man. What a fucking awesome drummer. But in Slayer, I, I can't listen to them because yeah. the singer just sounds like rocks grinding to me. <laughs> so... Yeah, I will say that for me, I did like their last album, but uh, I'm not going to be going into listening to a Slayer album when I'm listening to music. I would prefer a Metallica or Megadeth album overall because, well, I love Dave Mustaine. I think... His attitude is very, very cool. He has a very certain voice that I like. 
and Metallica, they're also cool. I'm not saying that I love all of Metallica. Some albums I don't like, but I prefer them, you know? Yeah, I, I love Metallica, I love Megadeth, and I like Anthrax. I just could never get into Slayer, and it's not the devil thing. I know they they use that as a gimmick, but it, it's not that. It's just the music is killer. I, I'll give you guys, I'll give you Slayer fans that the music is killer just when the singer starts to... It's like listening to death metal. You hear the rhythm, you hear the thing, and then you hear... You hear the cookie I can't stand, I can't stand <laughs> that shit. To me, I'm thinking, that was like how my mom sounded when she was like, Harmony! Can you get me my cigarettes? It's like... I used to get my mom cigarettes, and she used to send me to the liquor store to get her cigarettes. You know oh how funny God. that is? You can't even do that anymore. You can't go get your mom a fucking cigarette anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... That, that makes me think, Times have changed, I can't get my mom any more cigarettes. A new, a new I, exclusive I, song from Lee Gershman today. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna stop there because it's gonna scare me if I continue. <laughs> Well, you should you should work that out. That sounds good. Times have changed. Can't get my 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 mom uh, my, any mom more cigarettes. cigarettes. Okay, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll definitely think of it. But yeah, but but it's true. She was put like, a little rush keyboard going. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, oh, <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, she was like, she was calling the ambulance nine one one. I can't breathe. <laughs> and then before the ambulance came, she was like, I have to find my cigarettes. I need to smoke. And I'm like, but you called the ambulance because you can't breathe. And she went, I know, honey, but I need my cigarettes. <laughs> my God, that was so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, my mom used to smoke Carlton 100s. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, if I had told my mom Carlton 100s, she would have said, can you find me some? Man, man, can 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 you look in the old magazine? I'll pay you thousand dollars. Find some old nineteen seventy Carltons. Oh, ah! shit, that'd be kind of no. stale, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, she she would smoke cat hair if that was all that was <laughs> available. She she was like she actually, uh, according to my cousin, she smoked her cigarette and then she caught her hair on fire and she didn't even notice and then they said your hair is on fire and she petted and went oh wow dang so so yeah i'm i yeah but yeah she reminds me of death metal singers <laughs> total 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 flush the toilet on this shit stuff yeah, so, well, before we get it, we're going to do 1977's Kiss Love Gun, which is one of the five bands everybody listens to, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, but before we get into that, uh, we have a, we had another rock and roll suicide this, this, this week, and, uh, it kind of irks me when I'm looking on Facebook and people are making fun of the guy. You know, suicide is no joke. I don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's anything that we should, like, joke about. And it pissed me off. I liked Linkin Park. I liked the first four albums, and after that, I was like, eh, it was okay. I saw them in concert. Chester put on a good show. Really great front man. Not as good as David Lee Roth. 
you know, but fuck, he was good. He he got you into the show, and the opening band just made me want to kill myself, though. I think it was The Prodigy. Oh, my God, that band sucked. And then um, oh. I just want to say, I saw some memes that re- really was disturbing. I saw, um, a, what is it, a Coffin, and it said Chester Bennington, and on the bottom it says Where I Belong, because that was a so- Somewhere I Belong. That was a song Linkin Park did, and I said, oh, that's fucking tasteless. And then I saw another yeah. one. It showed Robin Williams, Chris Cornell, uh, the guy from the Patriots, and Chester Bennington. And it had a, a noose in the middle. It says, who wore it better? I go, oh, my God, man. You guys, where is the empathy, where is the sympathy, sympathy from the people these days, man? People don't care. They joke about people killing themselves. This isn't the world I grew up in. This is a fucking fucked up world that people are making fun of people committing suicide you know you don't you didn't live in yeah. their shoes you didn't know what they were going through this is fucked up and i fucking hate it and i'm not going to delete my friends who put it up there because they are good people i just think they're just going along with the crowd and i fucking hated it what do you think about that shit oh um i saw what you wrote about suicide and that was really poignantly well um well about chad bennington yeah um, Chester. A lot of, I mean, I mean, yeah, Chester. Sorry, but um, yeah, I um, a lot of a lot of the stuff that has been happening with people taking their lives, I had not. I, I mean, I'm I'm totally against it, but I mean, I wasn't feeling it. But when he did it, I felt, oh my god! I mean, I actually kind of felt something. I felt like um. Like, there was a lot of that happening back about, like, ten years ago. There was a bunch of people, teenagers, who were committing suicide. And they were doing it because they were trying to make some... I don't know what their reason was. It seemed like they were protesting whatever it was that they were protesting. But I was like... It, it really, really bothers me because, to me, the hurt that someone has to go through while they're, you know, making harm on themselves, that in itself, like, like if someone tried to commit suicide and it didn't work and they continue to live, they have the memory of having to have done that. And it's horrible. And um, I I am totally against people taking their life. Um, but if they take their life, this is going to be one thing that I'm going to say. If someone wants to take a life, if they take their own life instead of taking someone else's life, like there's some people who are murderers, but it's like if you take your own life at least you're making your own choice you're not taking someone else's life that's the only thing that i can say that is okay about it even though it's not okay but yeah um the soul this is the point um well when it comes to christianity we have I'm not going to say that we are on differing levels 
what I'm going to say is that I have my own interpretation, but I totally respect yours. But the bottom line is our lives, our energy is soul energy. Like, let's say you turn on the TV. It's like if you get the reception from the, you know, the, 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 the energy, like the cable or the, the radio waves coming into your antenna, you can watch TV. If you don't have those, those radio waves, you can still turn on the TV, but you'll just see static. So the energy in the body is like radio energy. It's what keeps us thinking. It's the energy that keeps our body alive. And so we have to be conscious of what we do in our energy. And so um, we are all connected in this universe. We are all a part of the big energy in the universe. And so when people commit suicide, they're trying to escape something. But it's wrong because you're supposed to live your whole life. You're supposed to continue on no matter how bad it is. There's nothing worse than suicide. Even if someone loses their house and where they live, they can still get help in the shelter. They can still get anything that they can try to get. Life is not so perilous where you can't get anything. So I, I don't know why he took his life, but I'm... I listened to his album and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to let his taking his life keep me from listening to his music. You know, he made the music while he was alive. So as far as I'm concerned, his energy from when he was alive is still in his music. So we can still listen to his music and keep his alive energy alive if you know what i'm talking about yeah he put his soul into the music if you listen to his lyrics in the end and stuff that he's yeah. wrote somewhere i belong you know this guy was always searching for things you know in his life and i guess he yeah. never found it and he thought it was it was it was pointless but i just want yeah. to tell you chester your music had touched a lot of people's lives and you can see it on facebook even even the little assholes who po post that shit about fucking somewhere I belong with a casket you know they you touch them in some way even though if they didn't like you but the thing is yeah suicide is not the end of life in my in my faith your soul belongs to Jesus your soul your soul belongs yes. to God so yeah. right when you killed yourself you're in the presence of the Lord if I don't know what faith you have or what if you accepted Jesus Christ but you'll still see him you'll know what's up yeah and Chris yeah. Cornell is the one that really hurt me because I loved Soundgarden. I loved his solo stuff, except the thing he did with Timberland, the hip hop album. I can't stand it. It was scream. I wanted to scream. It wasn't. Yeah. I I know he didn't want to be in a box, so I respected him for that, and I still bought the album because I respect yeah. Chris. And um, 
But the suicide, you know, I don't like the Brian Head guy from Corn getting on there saying he's a pussy, he did the wrong thing, he had all these kids, you know. You're not in this guy's head, and Brian, you're a Christian, man. Um, yeah. We're all messed up. We're all not perfect. We're, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He's He was human. He was going through a lot of shit that you didn't understand, Brian. And you're a Christian. You should be understanding his struggle and what he's been going through. You know, God doesn't promise us the world. He promises he'll be there for us, you know. But the thing is, people commit suicide. I don't believe they had God in their lives. And maybe if they did, they had a chemical imbalance. And they couldn't really rely on, on praying to him and getting comfort from him. Um, but yeah. I don't think suicide... If you're a Christian and you kill yourself, you go to hell. I don't believe the Catholicism view on that. I believe that if you were God, like it says in the Bible, if you're mine, you're always mine. We're human and God expects us to fuck up. He expects us to do shit that he doesn't agree with. But if we turned our lives to him, we are his for always. And we will always backslide. We will always do things. We will always do things that people think we're an elitist or we're stupid you know, but as long as you admit it and you ask for forgiveness and you, and I know I've, yeah. I've fucked up, i fucked with people on Facebook and on my podcast and I, oh, felt, bad, and I felt bad about it and I went, that's I little, went to that, them. That's not much. That, that, I know, that, but that's, I went to them and yeah. I apologized because I'm, yeah. I'm not perfect. I say, I talk out of my ass a lot and, and sometimes I notice that. Sometimes I get so pissed off that I just talk out of my ass. And I apologize to those people. And one of them that really hurts right now um, is Ian Wadley. I would like to apologize to that guy, but I've been blocked, and I can't, I can't do that with him. And I like the guy, even though he's, he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. He thinks it's fairy dust. You know, I respect his opinion. And I, I don't think he thinks I do, and I do. And, and I'm just going to apologize to you on here, Ian. I'm sorry for saying sore loser about Trump. I thought I could mess with you. I thought it was a joke because you're a very jokey person, and you and you got on me about being a Christian. So I thought I could say something about Trump. I'm sorry that that actually hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I was doing it as a joke, and one day maybe we could talk and get through this madness because life is short bro and I I really respect you and I loved your radio show and I, I love your opinions on music our opinions on music except for the Hagar match wow. almost totally <laughs> and that's what's yeah what's so hard you I like would... the fucking cock rock and I love the cock rock too so I'm just gonna say sorry to you Ian because life is short man and I don't want to fucking have a fucking enemy in my life and fucking even what's that guy Justin Childers you know what I know you fucking hate me. I don't hate you, man. You pissed me off a lot of times, but you know what? I'm putting all the branch out to, to, to you because all these suicides, man, I know we'll never be friends. You know what? I don't want this shit on my head anymore. You know what? I apologize to you, and I won't talk shit about you ever again. Have a good day, Justin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I would say regardless of the Christian ethic, just humanitarian regardless of religion I would say the whole point is people do need to understand that we were all in this life together and we are all you know going through whatever we're going through and we're gonna have differences of opinion but it's when someone thinks oh 
you don't matter. It's like that's on them. I Every, everybody really... everybody matters. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. I can't believe how people yeah. would just go out there and just shoot somebody for for a fucking uh, piece of property, man. It's yeah, it's stupid. It's like... Why why do people have to go out and fucking murder people for for idiotic things? Oh, you looked at me funny. You're in a different gang. Fuck this. Fuck this shit. You know, fuck this. We're no... all human, man. Why don't we all get a... This is what's fucked up with this world. Fucking people making fun of people dying. You know, fucking... Understand, yeah, man, that people are human. A... We are all fucked up creatures. Yeah, there's like um people have... It's like how... Like, for instance, you're a pretty mature soul. You you have you have a lot going on. I I think of myself the same. A lot of people, it, it, it's like levels. The first level is the gimme level. What's in it for me? Gimme, gimme. Everything is me. And then after you go through that level, you have other levels. And then you get into a understanding... And there's a lot of different levels, but it's almost like classroom of the soul. You know, a lot of people have they they just don't understand that that there's a lot of um, other stuff other than them in their life. Like, oh my God, this happened, but what does that have to do with me? Well, why does it have to do with them personally? It has to do with life you know so so i yeah i i i i'm totally aware of what you're you're saying because it a lot of people have different it's not only different ethnicities and different uh economic things it's also different mindsets and people have different mindsets and some people are understanding of people and some people are hateful and shallow, and so I just hate it so, when people say you know, that. Hey, he was raised by a single mom. His mom didn't have time for him. This is why he went out and killed people. You know, fuck that. I was raised by a single mom. I had my grandpa in my life too. You know, as long as your yeah. mom is there for you, as long as your mom can take care of you, you know, this is a fucking excuse. It's like fucking uh, what is it? Only yeah. a lad by by Wingo Boinga. Only a lad. He didn't mean to do it. Only a lad. Society made him. He's underprivileged and abused. Perhaps a little bit confused. You know, fuck that shit. Stop making excuses. Even Danny Elfman at the end of the song says, "Hey there, Johnny. You really don't fool me. You get away with murder and you think it's funny. You don't give a damn if people live or die. Oh oh oh. Hey there, Johnny boy. I hope you fry. You know. He's yeah." Like this. I hate all... these people making excuses for their kid. Oh, my kid wouldn't do that. Oh, my. The problem with the so society is the parents making excuses for their sons and daughters and not giving them a fucking spanking and saying, hey, jerk, that was wrong. Go to your room and fucking no yeah. dinner. Yeah, I, I, I would say um, if, if this guy was going to shoot 60 members of my family and the only thing that would keep him from doing that is spank spank and no hopscotch pudding great but no I mean um, um, in, in, in truth it's like um, people have people are ultimately responsible 
for their own mindsets. Yes. And so when someone is in a fucked up mindset, the parents can help as much the, as they can, but they really, you know, there needs to be understanding. There needs to be discussion. It can't just be, hey, go in your room. We don't want to talk to you. It's like, at least have a chance to talk to the person. Yeah, my mom had told you me know what, what was I mean? right, what was wrong, what was messed yeah. up, what you don't do, and what you do do. My mom yeah. taught me how to say please and thank you, sir and ma'am. You know? Yeah. These, these yeah. people today, you say thank you, they just walk away. They don't say you're welcome. You know? There's no... There's no person... There's no empathy. There's no freaking... Uh, there's no manners anymore. There's no manners in the world. People just think, what the fuck are you going to do for me anymore? There's no people yeah. out there thinking about, hey, man, I said something that's going to hurt that guy's feelings, and maybe I should freaking talk to him and fucking and solve this shit. No, they just get along. Well, fuck, if you didn't like what I said, fuck you. I hate that fucking mindset, you know? If I hurt somebody's feelings, I hurt somebody's feelings, and I feel bad about it. That's just me. I feel bad, even though, yeah. even though their feelings might have been fucking stupid, and they weren't freaking, they're being idiots. Yeah. Still, I, I want to say, hey, this is what I meant. This is why I told you this. You need to grow up. Your freaking feelings are freaking, I, I agree with your feelings, but come on, man. Somebody took your ice cream and you're all pissy and crying about it. It happens, man. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a matter of being being honest and talking. It's like, yeah, we come from an era where you can talk about stuff it's not like oh i can't tell you this because it will offend you it's like if you don't talk about how you feel then people get it wrong and and then you get a time where people won't talk to anyone about anything you have to have conversation and you have to you know be real and and if someone's feelings are hurt then you go and you deal with it then. But you have to talk because just because someone might, just because I might say something to someone, it doesn't mean that I know exactly how they're thinking about it. So I need to find out how are you thinking about it? What is your feeling? Well, and, it's like when and, I was and, at so, and so that's the whole point. It's like we need to discuss stuff. Like a point of somebody's feelings getting hurt, you know? I'm sitting there having a conversation at work, and some guy's asking me what I'm going to vote for. And regardless, the backstory of this, I've been hearing this person talk about how they love Hillary Clinton, how Hillary's going to change the world, how Hillary's going to do this, how Hillary's going to do that. I let her go on. I didn't care about what she was saying. It's her opinion. I respected what she liked. Like, I respected Ian Wally on Hillary. You know... Just because I like one thing, I just teased him on that. And I'm sorry, Ian, for teasing you on it, but I still feel the same way. I like Trump, but I'm sorry for saying, ha-ha, Trump won. But the thing is, on this girl, one day I'm sitting there dipping my corn dogs, talking to the guy next to me, and he asked me who I'm going to vote for. I said, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. And the next thing I know it, I'm in the office because I hurt her feelings because she went to the manager saying Mark said he's going to vote for Donald Trump and it really offended me. And what I go, the hell? And I go, what the fuck? And I told the managers, I said, don't get mad at me right now. We're in the office. I could say what I feel. And they go, yeah, I this lady needs to freaking get her head checked. 
because I have my opinion. I listened to her opinion for months on Hillary Clinton. I say I'm going to vote for Donald Trump, which is my opinion. She should have respected it. I think that was messed up for her feelings to get hurt. If my feelings weren't hurt, she was going to vote for Hillary because that's her. And I respected her opinion. But the thing is, she did not respect mine. And I don't think it's cool that I can't talk about what I like when I can listen to her bullcrap all freaking for months. I listened to her bullcrap about Hillary Clinton. I did not say a word to her. And that was it. And I said one thing. I'm voting for Donald Trump. Go fuck you. It reminds me of when I was in the principal's office in school. And me and this guy, Fred Carney, and I said, I talked with Fred, and we're cool, and I just want this to end. So let's just you know, get this over with, and let's keep it, like, like, stopping, and, and, and the principal, I forget his name, I'll call him Mr. Fuckhead, Uh he, um, was like, um, you know, Lee, we were thinking about suspending you, but we're not going to do it, but be warned, and the reason why they would have suspended me is because Fred punched me in the nose and I had a nosebleed and that's why they would have suspended me fuck you know I I um he had said something and I said something back and he slapped me a little bit and I slapped him then he punched me in the nose and it caused a nosebleed and then I started to scream a little bit, looking for a towel to help my nose. And then we're in the principal's office, and Mr. Mitchell, Mr. Bitchell, I'll call him. Yeah. He he um was was trying to say, I'm gonna get suspended or or what 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 whatever the hell it is, because he punched. Fred punched me in the fucking nose. Of course, me and Fred kind of made up, and he was very cool with me since then, but it was like, he was like an army type of guy. He wasn't like in the army, but he was like, he looked kind of like the guy on the honeymooners with Jackie Gleason, but the other, he looked, he, oh, he looked like Fred Schneider of the B-52s, but a little more beefy. I love Fred. And, and <laughs> yeah, but, um, or a little more macho, but he, and he sounded like him too, but, but yeah, I like Fred Schneider, but Fred Cardi, and he had the same name, Fred, but yeah, he, he punched me in the nose, and then I was going to be put in the, like, like suspended or something or or because he punched me in the nose fuck that shit i i didn't hit him oh. I, I i might have shoved him with my arm a little tiny bit but it was like it didn't hurt it was just my way of saying get away from me after he slapped me you know what i mean 
Yeah, it was just like me when I got chased to the school bus. And this guy yanks me off the school bus. And he's going to punch me. I turn around and knock him out. And then oh, I, oh, yeah. I got suspended because I defended myself. And the bus driver was even in the principal's office and said he was defending himself. He was trying to get on the bus. And that's why. Yeah. And another thing about that girl that I, I want to re- at work that turned me in for vote, wanting to vote for Trump. The next day after that crap, she's there working. She's talking to me. Oh, how's how's your you and your girlfriend going? Not a word. How's this going with oh. your life? Not a word. I'm not talking to her. And then yeah. she asked me, oh, you have uh, six hot links left. Okay. Anything she asked me about work, I was professional and answered her questions. She said, Mark, you only have four cheese left. Okay, thank you, Lauren. And she goes, okay. And But every personal question, every personal thing she tried to ask me, I ignored her. And then she went to the lead and says, Mark's being mean to me and not talking to me. Really? Uh, what the hell? I can't win with this girl, man. I was like, going, I'm doing my job. She tells me what I need to, to make. I go, okay, thank you. But when she asked me how things are going in my life, what's going on here, what's going on there, I felt the need not to talk to her because she didn't respect my feelings. So why should I tell her about personal stuff? I don't go it's, there. To, I'm not going to conversate with her anymore after that. That was it. Uh, you, you, you live um, in... L.A. area or Southern California. Well, that was actually Orange County. You know Orange County uh, is red, right? Um. Uh, okay. But a lot of um, people from L.A. work there. <laughs> Just put it that okay, way. but but what I mean is it's not Northern California. Oh, no. And, and so... But um, it is Disneyland. Disneyland is liberal as hell. <laughs> that's cool. But what I'm going to say is, like, people in that area seem to me seem to be like in the washing machine mix cycle like my brain is scrambled because i'm in the washing machine and i live down in orange county you know it's like i might be fruit loop but at least i'm not in the washing machine and they're in the washing machine i mean that's just my well, take. You, you it's do like, live at, at San Francisco, where you you got that I, you got the crazy Feinstein came from there, right? Oh, there's oh, there's <laughs> a lot of fucking there's a lot of fucking weirdos where I am. I'm like 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 just the other morning, not this morning, but the other morning, my friend calls me because he needs me to get something for him from my house, which I don't have, and I'm willing to buy him it whatever it is and he said he's coming over and he doesn't come over uh-huh. and so he like like just calls me in the middle of the fucking morning for nothing I told him earlier another time I said please don't call me at 3 in the morning and he said okay I'll remember that why do he have to remember that why can't he just know it that you don't call someone at 3 in the morning and then when they come over, they're like, uh, oh, I missed the appointment, sorry, or whatever the fuck it is, you know? And, 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 and that's, and he's my good friend, let alone the fuck-ups. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? It's, uh, shit. Yeah, I think we should start getting into the music where people just start bailing on this show. <laughs> oh, I, I think that they're going to be listening to this, but but right on, I'm cool with it. Yeah, but they're going. Go. We're we're turning in for Kiss. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah, like you know like, how Kiss yeah. fans are. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, I'll find out. But yeah. <laughs> Alright, well we're going to do the 1977 Love Gun album. And then we get into track one, I Stole Your Love by Paul Stanley. What do you think of this one? Oh, well, it's weird. I want to say that every time I hear this album... I have a totally different opinion on each of the songs. <laughs> so this is going to be my opinion this last time that I heard it. I think that it would have worked better on Paul's solo album right after the song It's Alright. It could have been substituted for Hold Me, Touch Me. <laughs> it used to be my favorite song. Now it's a filler tune. I'm sorry! I like this song. I like the riff when the song comes in in the beginning of it. I, I dig this song. This song is awesome, man. I, oh. I like this. I didn't get into Kiss to like the 2000s, so I, I'm kind of late to the party on this one. But I, I really love this song. It's a great song. And it I, actually, I actually do too, but the last time I heard it, I'm sorry it, 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 it affected me that way. But anyway. <laughs> well, music does affect us different times when we listen to it, you know? It doesn't yeah. matter. Music but is anyway. subjective. And then we get into Christine, 16, Gene Simmons. What do you think of this one? Absolute favorite song on here. This and one other song, which I will tell you later. Awesome. Anybody who doesn't like this song can date their own grandma for all I care. This oh. song rocks. So, so you like the little girls? No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, I, li I like this song. This song is awesome. It, it kind of reminds me of my friend Steve Diaz at uh, In-N-Out. We'd have the, the junior high girls come for like french fries or something at the end. Of, and he'd go, ooh, look at that. She's going to be a hottie when she turns 18. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? We used to call him Chester Molester. <laughs> oh, yeah. In yeah. fact, um, it's... it's I was probably 13 or 12 when this album came out, so to me, a 16-year-old was an older woman. <laughs> so, you, you know, I wasn't doing anything naughty when I thought of it. <laughs> I know, but this time, he was, he was an adult. So <laughs> oh, but, but I, I, my 12-year-old mind, I didn't even think of that. You know, I thought, yeah. oh, brother. This is a great he's, song. He's 11-year-old. He does, 10-year-old guy does great song. Just kidding. Gene is my favorite, vo Gene is my second favorite vocalist in Kiss. And I, I love this song. I'll get into my first one later. And then um, I love right this on. song. It's a great, great song. And then we get into Got Love for Sale. What do you think of this one? Oh, this wasn't written by Gene Simmons. It was written by Lee Gerstmann. <laughs> in his dreams... Uh, but I'd like to hear Slade do this song. It's very English. It's a good dancing song. Eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have written it. So I wrote it in my dreams. I think it's a fantastic song. I love this track. I need to start listening to more Kiss because I was listening to this album again for the uh, podcast, and I was I was totally immersed in it. This freaking great song, man. They're they're not the best musicians, but they fucking get the job done. They freaking I could see why they were so big, and they were voted yeah. best American band at this time with this album coming out over Aerosmith and 
a, a favorite American man over at Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin at the time in 77. I could see why. It's just not the makeup. It's just their attitude. Yeah. I love this in song. Fact, in fact, one thing that I want to say real quick is the difference between... I, I listened to it on Spotify, and I listened to the remastered, and I listened to the 30th anniversary remaster and the 30th anniversary remaster was pale it's like something seemed to be sapped out of it the other one the regular remaster would sounded fresher i had and the regular so, remastered i liked it i haven't heard yeah it yeah and 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 so part of the reason why i had different opinions on the songs was because i was starting to listen to it earlier on the anniversary and it was like it it, it it was like stale cake I can't eat cardboard cake I can only eat cake cake and so the regular issue and the regular remaster is like cake cake <laughs> that's yeah that's that's cake cake what's your, yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite kind of cake oh um I like chocolate. I uh, would say chocolate butt cake, but I also like. Did you say bunt, butt or bunt? Bunt. Oh, I but, thought you, you wanted you wanted the black women right there. That you wanted the chocolate butt cake. <laughs> that's a totally different agenda, which I'm not going to say that I am against. You know. If any of the black women are listening to this, I'm totally cool with you. Hey, Cakey. But, <laughs> but, but, but in my, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I also like butterscotch cake. I'd say any cake other than, uh, I don't know, but I'm not into lemon meringue. <laughs> and I'm not into, uh... There's a lemon meringue cake? I thought that was only a pie. Oh, well then, okay, lemon meringue pie. So, <laughs> but, but, but I guess if there you was a lemon the meringue... you got cream pie, though. Come on. But, yeah, but, uh, but, but then there was a... Yeah, 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 I like, I'm, I'm feeling kind of coconut. But, but I would say, if there was a lemon meringue pie cake, I'd probably not like it. <laughs> All right, man. I, I love this song. I love Gene Simmons, man. Fucking A, man. Great, great guy, man. I wish I could see his solo uh, concerts that everybody's raving about. I heard they're really good. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into my favorite singer in Kiss. My favorite member of Kiss. Freaking the spaceman himself, Ace Fraley. And I love Shock Me. I freaking love this song. And this was the first song that he ever sang in Kiss. Did you know that? Uh, thank you, Daddy. No, I knew it. <laughs> I knew you knew it. You, you know, you've been living with Kiss longer than I have. And did you know that he <laughs> laid down in the studio to sing it so he could get the right range? Yeah, right now I'm laying down on my floor <laughs> doing this podcast. But, 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 but. But people don't know it right now. Yeah, the Spaceman is what got me into Kiss because I got into Kiss after I got the album Fraley's Comet with Rock Soldiers. I love fucking Rock Soldiers, man. 
I loved the tone of his voice. I love the tone of his voice here, but I don't, on um, what is Alive 2 when they did Shock Me, I like that version better. Mm. Like all these songs, I think the live versions are better. Uh, but mm. we don't know if they're live because they did a lot of studio trickery in those live albums, so <laughs> whatever. I, I, and, everybody, and, and everybody has different takes. Oh, this was live? Oh, it wasn't. It was, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think of Shock Me, Lee? Because I already went oh. there. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I love this song. Oh, don't worry. I won't take your song friend away from you. <laughs> it really does sound like it could have been on Ace's first solo album. I think it would have worked better in context with that album. And being back to my baby would have been on here but it's okay not my favorite song but it is good yeah i'm not a kiss nerd i can't go back and forth like you and dr fuck on on their songs or bill wang and you guys could just name an album name a song off his solo album and i'm like what <laughs> you know. but I, mean, I, I could do that with I'm, rush i could do that with led zeppelin but i can't do this with like a tesla I can't do this I, with Kiss. I need to start listening to this band more because every time I listen to them, I start loving them more. Well, I'm I'm like 50 years old, and I've listened to music since I was one. So it's like someone <laughs> moving their arm around for 50 years. It's like, wow, how can you move your arm around like that for 50 years? It's easy, Sonny. Well, it ain't going to be, be a, five I, minutes. Well, I used to know? be a Kiss hater till I started listening to them. Yeah, I was an idiot. I admit that, but fucking, I love, I'm starting to like Kiss more and more and more, and I love Ace Fraley, man, I, 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 I think I was a Kiss hater because I, the way he got kicked out of the band, or left the band, or whatever, Yeah, you know. I, I, I'm like, a lot of people talk about, when we were growing up, we were hated for liking Kiss, and we got beat up, in my neighborhood it was the opposite, most of the people like Kiss, and if you didn't, we made fun of you, and and we didn't beat you up, but we were like, oh my god, you mean you like Barry Manilow? Oh god. No, I don't like I, Barry Manilow, James Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, I'm not going to go any further because I almost am going to admit something, but... Well, if you like uh, well, James Taylor, man, that's cool with me. You know, I do like him as a songwriter. Have you heard Fire and Rain by Badlands? That song is kick-ass. Okay. Um, I'll have to listen to that. But, but I mean, um, I, I forget what I was going to say, but, yeah. But, but, but the idea is, yeah, um, which shocked me, if you know... Speed him back to my baby, da 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 da, and I don't mean maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking if that was on Love Gun instead of Shock Me, I think that. In fact, after we're done the review, I'm gonna put that on a playlist and see if it works. But okay. that's just my own weird opinion. All right, and then we get into my third favorite singer from Kiss. Tomorrow and Tonight. What do you think of this one? <coughs> oh, from my eighth favorite singer in Kiss. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, romper Room Time. I could see a bunch of five-year-olds dancing to this in their pajamas. <laughs> I like it. But then again, I'm five years old. 
I like this song. Tomorrow and tonight, tomorrow. You know, when you were going da 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 da, -da I was like hearing a horn yeah. section or, and freaking uh, uh, the chairman of the board singing it, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that I, I actually, when I heard it, I'm, I'm afraid to admit that it's kind of almost one of my favorites today even though the last time that I heard it I didn't like it at all which is really weird but but like ooh baby get your ice cream tomorrow and tonight tomorrow and tonight get your um, flashlight go and go to the Eagle Scouts tomorrow and t you know what I mean well maybe you don't <laughs> yeah I'm 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 getting on a weird bent here. <laughs> yeah, it's I like this song. It's a good song, man. I, I just dig it. I like Stanley's voice on this. I just like the groove on the song. You know, I like it goes tomorrow yeah. and tonight. It's a simple song, but it freaking just grooves. I like it. And yeah, I could yeah I could imagine Olivia Newton John and John Travolta <laughs> doing it in Greece. Oh, All right, God. I think Bill Wang's going to kill you for that one, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, whatever. Anyway, go on. <laughs> we get into Love Gun. Love Gun. I just like love this song. I like it. Have you ever seen the movie Detroit Rock City when they play the record in the beginning of the movie? It's like, I didn't see that movie. Oh, you got to see that movie. That movie is fucking awesome. Okay, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, Detroit Rock City is awesome. This album is, is freaking... Uh, the mom in there is like all over. You're listening to Saints, uh, what nights in Satan's service? He goes, I'm not gonna have any of my son listening to this devil music. <laughs> <laughs> Says a Kiss record in Olivia or uh, some in the Carpenters album. <laughs> he hid the oh, Kiss album in her Carpenters uh, sleeve. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So what like, do you think? I'm the carpenter of the of the building, but I ain't no carpenter of the fucking music I ain't no close to you buddy uh, I'm kidding so now but, we get yeah. what do you think of Love Gun oh did did I tell you oh um I um it's um it's the first um it's the first type of song that of King if you know King of the Mountain yeah I know first the first type it's the first type of song that Kiss did in that style, just like I've had enough into the fire. It has energy, but I could be happy if this song was not played um, extremely, um, extremely soon. It's like, it's a 7 out of 10. Not... Not a zero, but not a ten. I, I would have preferred it if it was on a later album of theirs. Oh, cool. I like this song. It just grooves. I already said that. And then we get into track number seven, Peter Chris, lead vocal song. Ooh, again, what do you think of this one? Oh, okay. A Bruce Springsteen-type song. I'd love to hear him do it. Very New York. This is the other favorite song of mine on the album. Okay, cool. Hooligan. I like this song, and I'm not a very big Peter Chris vocal fan. I hate Beth, and I hate Hard Luck Woman. I've been quoted as saying that on Facebook and on 
previous recordings with the Terrence and Mark experience. I hate Peter Chris's voice. I think that uh, uh, Rod Stewart did it better, but this song is awesome. I like this song. This song is cool. <laughs> uh, are you going to make fun of my voice, buddy? <laughs> Get out of here, Peter. Get out of here, Peter. Sorry. All right. Yeah, this is a this is a great song. I like Peter's vo voice on this. He doesn't really sound like Rod Stewart on this song. Like Beth, I just can't stand Beth, and everybody gets on me for that. Or Hard Luck Woman. It's like I feel. Uh, I don't Rod, like it either. Rod Stewart could have done it better, you know. Oh, definitely. Or he or Rod Stewart could have done a different song. Yeah. Let me get into my second favorite singer, Gene Simmons with Almost Human. What do you think of this one? To me. The first Kiss heavy metal song is very good. Good sound and fidelity, a highlight on here. Yeah, this is a great song, and uh, I love this. And there's a YouTube page called Almost Human. Go check that out, too. It's a really, really good song, man. Uh, yep. I love this song. It's a great song. I love Gene's voice, man. You know, I I'm glad he doesn't have a high voice because he hasn't lost it like Paul. You know, he could really yeah. he could still sing. And and, and, this, and this song is awesome. I love it. And then we yeah. get into Plaster She Fest. goes by moonlight. Yeah. Everybody knows. Never mind. Then we get into Plastercaster, which was written about Cynthia Plastercaster. And she has an official website that I went to check on today. And she talks about her, her the people that she... Did a plaster caster of their cock and their breasts. <laughs> huh. I'm kind of afraid of having her feel me up. But, but why didn't she do Gene Simmons? Is she he's not one of her uh, casters. But he wrote a song I, about it. I guess he was an observer. <laughs> I guess maybe uh -huh. maybe it's smaller than he would like it to be, maybe? I don't know. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> we can we can we can think about tater tots and what their sizes are <laughs> i don't care <laughs> i don't care about his I'm size man gene, gene is the most honest person in kiss he doesn't yeah. get his feelings hurt kind of like paul does you know i i like gene. yeah i love this song what do you think of this song um beach boys on heavy metal steroids <laughs> i'd like to see how Brian Wilson would sing it. Not my favorite, Blaster, but it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, cool. Put some oohs and ahs in there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> caster. Ooh. But it is good. It has a cool 70s vibe to it, but it is a 70s. So there. Yeah, I, I love this song. It's a cool song. I already said that. And then we get into the cover on this song, which a lot of people hate. And I'm kind of... I like it. I think it's cool. And Then She Kissed Me, which is originally called And Then He Kissed Me. But since Paul's singing it, Paul probably could have kept it at he, though. No, I'm joking. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of this song? Oh, it's a good representation of the... Of the... This is weird. I, I I wrote my notes. I said it's a good representation of the, but it's so. Let me start over again. It's a good <laughs> representation 
of the whatever it is. But it, it sounds more like Sonny and Paul than Sonny and Cher. <laughs> Let's take Cher out of the equation. Gene didn't do music with her. I like Ace's solo. It really isn't a filler tune. I actually like it. Yeah, if I, you can make sense of what I said, that's my answer. I, I dig it, and I think it's cool, and I like Paul's voice on it. I think it's a very sweet song, and I do like Ace's solo on it, too. I think it kicks ass. I don't know why people just, well, Kiss did this Well, look in the 80s what Kiss started doing, man. This is way better, way better than what they started doing on, like, freaking, uh, you know, that album with the pyramid on it. What was that album? <laughs> um, um, Hot in the Shade. Hot in the Shade, man. This song is fucking killer. I like this song. I don't think it's a filler tune. I think they should try to do more of these like old 60 renditions because I think they're cool, man. I like it. I grew up with yeah. this song. My mom loved the Shirelles, the Crystals, you know, stuff like that. So I, I'm gonna, I love this shit. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a link to the song that they did Rick Astley. So oh, never gonna let you go. Oh, no. let you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a link to that. Oh man, I'm gonna <laughs> do a Roddy Piper on you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, they, they. <laughs> but it's, it's it's funny. But yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. And, and Roddy Piper, I don't really care for wrestling. I just liked him and uh, freaking uh, uh, the Hulk. Hulkamaniac. I like those two I together, man. That's the only wrestling I, I ever liked. I only liked them in their shorts. I didn't oh care God. about when they felt each other up. Did you, oh, like, so did you I'm like not basketball like in the 80s, too, with those short shorts? Escaval? <laughs> basketball or Escaval? Escaval. Escaval. <laughs> well, whatever. I, I must have liked it. We were short shorts. Oh, how short can you be? Did you use we, Did you use Nair? <laughs> <laughs> um, I must have some point, or I must have squeezed it at some point by accident. Oh my God! No. I, I just remember my grandpa. He went. He was looking for some uh, some uh, lotion, you know, to put on his chest, and he yeah. got my mom's Nair, and he says it's burning. I go, Grandpa, that's Nair. <laughs> oh. Was he like, that means it's nowhere? No, it's <laughs> No, he was there. like, going, this is burning. I go, Grandpa, because it's taking your hair off your chest. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That, that my, I miss my, my Grandpa. He was a great dad. Yeah, my, my uncle, he once asked to borrow something of my mom's so that he could douche. Oh, <laughs> and, and he made me go all the way down the street <laughs> about 20 minutes and I went to her place and she went, I'm not going to give him that. <laughs> We're talking, that's the cleanest story I have of them. Alright, well uh, what's the third song? You said Christine 16 and Hooligan, what's your third favorite off this oh, song? Oh, I, I guess my third favorite um would have to be Got Love for Sale. Got Love for Sale? Cool. And, uh, you have anything to promote, Lee? Oh, um, I have a new show called 
the Gersman's show. I was because, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you were on it. It's like I I decided that when Speaker named it, they named it Lee Gersman's show. So I thought I'm not gonna fuck with it because right now on Speaker I'm having trouble and I can't upload any episode. So as long as people can hear my episodes, I don't care what it's called. But it's Lee Gersman Show, it's on Spreaker, and I can give you the link to that, but um, you're on it, and Rafiera Dr. Fuck is on it, and Nate Atchison is on it, and... Cool guys, man. Cool guys. And and, and even I am a you, special you need to, guest. You need to get Wadzilla on there, man. I gotta hear that I, I'm I'm gonna be probably asking him soon. But I am also a guest on it myself. I'm not just me, but I'm me and me. <laughs> and, 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 and 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 if You're you hear the me? diver down, yeah, yeah. If 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 you hear diver down, you hear, "Hi Lee, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. But are you going to be able to oh, shit, do the to review? Oh, I guess so. I was. I'm eating cheese today, and, and it was very fun. Well, what does that have to do with the music? Yeah. I don't know. Is baby angry? Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know. So, so I'm, I'm. So, yeah. If you watch Diver Down, uh, that that's me with me, and <laughs> you know. So, because I wanted to be a guest on my own show. Why should I have to be just the host? Why can't I be my own guest? Yep. So that's that's what I did, and and that's what I am promoting. Nice. And uh, what do I got to promote? I have nothing to promote. I do it at the end of the podcast uh, with the podcast and stuff I listen to. Uh, what and then oh, you guys got to check out the Vieira Vault. That's a really cool new podcast with uh, Doctor Fuck. That's really good and informative and funny as hell. Um, that's the only thing I had to promote. Oh, and the plug with Nate Atchison. And, uh, yep. I don't know the rest of the names. Joseph Santana, and who's the other guy? Um, he goes by the name Dub. Dub. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, that's he's, a real, that's he's a known real, as that's the Mountain really, Man. I like the way the they, mountain. I like the way they the. bullshit together, man. That's awesome. Like we were doing in the beginning yeah. of the show. That was awesome. I don't want to take your gig, guys. <laughs> it's just, we had some shit yeah. to talk about. And uh, I want to thank you again, Lee. Um, are you going to be right on, on next week since I'm host co-hostless? Oh, why not? Why not? You do, know, do you have any if, albums if, you want to do? Any? Well, do some. Uh, pick like a like an album people like. <laughs> uh, an album that that I like or that you like? That we'll all like. How about that? Um, I'll I'll pick an album you can stand. Okay. But 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 yeah. Um, what I'll do is I'll pick ten albums. And you have to hear all of them and tell me which one you like the best. Oh my god, You're gonna make me work. <laughs> Great. I'm. Gonna, Already know I don't no. like Spain. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, I I have plans for other people at gunpoint to have them do it. Yeah. Not 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 you. You, but, should, have but, Ian, but, you but, should have Ian review that one with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he would probably. Buy a plane ticket on purpose just to come over and deal with me. 
Um, yeah, yeah, no, um, he, 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 he fucking <laughs> piss on my fucking face. Um, All right. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I'll, um, there's groups, there's groups that are, like, people who I know that I could give you, after we're done, I'll, I'll give you a link or two, and you can decide. Okay, that's fine. Well, it's a mystery right album that we're going to promote next week. Well, as yeah. as we're going out, Mr. Big just released a new album, which is freaking awesome, called Defying Gravity. I'm going to play us out with uh, the song Everybody Needs a Little Trouble, because that's so true, right? Um, okay. <laughs> Check out the album, Lee. It's good. Right on. He's a great musician. So here's Everybody Needs a Little Trouble, and thank you, Lee, for... for uh, pulling my ass out of the frying pan this week because I don't like really recording shows by myself. I need someone to play off of and thank you very much again. Well, I'm a good play offer. <laughs> I bet. Well, thank you, man. Alright, man. Take it easy, okay. man. Take care. Here's okay, Everybody bye. Needs a Little Trouble by Mr. Big.
Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out my Amazon link and tell a friend. Thank you. Here's some podcasts I like to listen to. Cheap Talk with Trick Chat, the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro, Metal Raps with Mark Striegel, the Eddie Trunk Podcast, Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon, the Cassius Morris Show, and the Pods and Sods Network. You guys have a great day and keep rocking. <laughs>